Welcome to Busy Moms Podcast. Hang on and here we go. Today, we're going to be discussing Delilah and betrayed love. (laughs) So before we get into Delilah, we kind of want to give a little bit of a backstory on Samson because most people know Samson and Delilah. Right. You know the, the basic story? Do we know who Samson is? Samson was... Uh, someone who was chosen by God. His his mother uh, was someone who was visited by an angel and told that she was going to give birth to a son and that he was never supposed to have a razor touch his head. He was designated to be a Nazarite from birth. And, I mean, she couldn't drink anything and fruit of the vine, anything like that. She had to keep kosher when she was pregnant with him so that... I mean, and he could not eat anything outside of that mm-hmm. for his life. That was, that's the, the Nazarites are set apart. So he was anointed to be one of the first judges, though I don't think they call him that anywhere in the story. He is in the book of Judges. Yeah, it He says, was like big, strong guy. Yeah, it says here that the angel had told him that he was, he shall begin to save Israel from the hands of the Philistines. Yes. Because they were under Philistine rule Mm -hmm. at the time. So he was one of the first. And he basically, he he killed a lot of Philistines. He did. A whole lot of them. Holy cow. Oh, yeah. If if you want to read it, it's Judges uh, chapter 13 is the start of it. All the way through 16, honestly. So if you want to pick up your Bibles and just kind of read through and get more details on Samson, please do. Yes. He's also, um, he's from the tribe of Dan. And from what I understand of Danites, they're, I guess, not your typical, what you'd think of as an Israelite. They, they followed the practices, but they weren't, they were a little different. (laughs) (laughs) Just a little. Just a little different. God can take anybody. He can. can. So we're going to read Judges chapter 16 which is the story of Samson and Delilah because Delilah is only mentioned in this one chapter. So let's begin. Samson went to Gaza and there he saw a prostitute and he went into her. The Gazites were told, Samson has come here and they surrounded the place and set an ambush for him all night at the gate of the city. They kept quiet all night saying, let us wait till the light of the morning and then we will kill him. But Samson lay till midnight and at midnight he arose and took hold of the doors of the gate of the city and the two posts, and pulled them apart, bar and all, and put them on his shoulders, and carried them to the top of the hill that is in front of Hebron. So there you go for strength. (laughs) I'm just going to move this gate. Yeah, just going to take the whole gate, everything, and we're going to go put it on a hill. Totally normal. (laughs) Totally normal. (laughs) After this, he loved a woman in the valley of Sorek, whose name was Delilah. And the lords of the Philistines came up to her and said to her, Seduce him and see where his great strength lies, and by by what means we may overpower him, that we may bind him to humble him. And we will give you 1,100 pieces of silver each. So Delilah said to Samson, Please tell me where your great strength lies and how you might be bound that one could subdue you. And Samson said to her, If they bind me with seven fresh bowstrings that have not been dried, then I shall become weak and be like any other man. Then the lords of the Philistines brought up to her seven fresh bowstrings that had not been dried, and she bound him with them. Now she had men lying in ambush in an inner chamber. 
And she said to him, The Philistines are upon you, Samson. But he snapped the bowstrings as a thread of flax snaps when it touches the fire. So the secret of his strength was not known. Then Delilah said to Samson, Behold, you have mocked me and told me lies. Please tell me how you might be bound. And he said to her, If they bind me with new ropes that have not been used, then I shall become weak and be like any other man. So Delilah took new ropes and bound him with them and said to him, The Philistines are upon you, Samson. And the men lying in ambush were in an inner chamber. But he snapped the ropes off his arms like a thread. Then Delilah said to Samson, Until now you have mocked me and told me lies. Tell me how you might be bound. And he said to her, If you weave the seven locks of my head with the web and fasten it tight with the pin, then I shall become weak and be like any other man. So while he slept, Delilah took the seven locks of his head and wove them into the web, or is also a uh, loom, correct? Loom, yeah. Loom. And she made them tight with the pin and said to him, The Philistines are upon you, Samson. But he awoke from his sleep and pulled away the pin, the loom, and the web. And she said to him, How can you say I love you when your heart is not with me? You have mocked me these three times, and you have not told me where your great strength lies. And then she pressed him hard with her words, day after day, and urged him. His soul was vexed to death. And he told her with all his heart and said to her, A razor has never come upon my head, for I have been a Nazarite to God from my mother's womb. If my head is shaved, then my strength will leave me, and I shall become weak and be like any other man. When Delilah saw that he had told her all his heart, she sent and called the lords of the Philistines, saying, Come up again, for he has told me all his heart. Then the lords of the Philistines came up to her and brought the money in their hands. She made Samson sleep on her knees, and she called a man and had him shave off the seven locks of his head. Then she began to torment him, and his strength left him. She said, The Philistines are upon you, Samson. And he awoke from his sleep and said, I will go out as at other, other times and shake myself free. But he did not know that the Lord had left him. And the Philistines seized him and gouged out his eyes and brought him down to Gaza and bound him with bronze shackles. And he ground at the mill in the prison, but the hair of his head began to grow again after it had been shaved. Dum, dum, dum. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, I love how in, in my translation... It says, with such nagging, she provided him day after day until he was tired to death. <laughs> Whew, that's a lot of nagging. Our first lesson from Delilah. Women, use your powers for good and not evil. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> she, to me, we don't know much about Delilah. We don't no. know if she was an Israelite or a Philistine. We can assume possibly that she's a Philistine because the Lord's approached her. Or at least I would guess that she was just not an Israelite just because mm-hmm. they had no problem going to her. Mm-hmm. And I, I just, I get that feeling like if she were, a, if she were an Israelite, there would have been some, something there saying, well, you know, they, the, the men from the Philistines, they, they had no problem going right to her. There was no man, mm-hmm. there was no son, no brother, no mm-hmm. redeemer. Nothing like that. Mm-hmm. She was just by herself. Yeah, there was no protector in a sense for her. Exactly. So um, I, I just, I don't know if that's, if it's true that she was not an Israelite. I just get the feeling she was not an Israelite. 
Yeah. We don't know much. We do know that they came straight to her, which, Mm -hmm. like we said, there was no man of the house type thing. Um, But it does imply she had her own place, which was not normal, I think, either Philistine or Israelite, really, for a woman to have her own place, possibly. or Yeah, I don't think that that was... We don't really know. We just know that this is something different. It's not a normal thing. Um, And told her, we'll give you money. And she said, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it wasn't like a little bit of money. It was a whole lot of money. Yeah. According to um, Study Bible, we we gathered it was, what, 15 years worth of income? Yeah, 15 years worth of income. So that's what they offered her. So at that time, that was half a lifetime, honestly. And you kind of think of it. I mean, I don't want to... I don't want to go too far and speculate mm-hmm. too much, but it's like, where is she going to come up with that money? Yeah. yeah I, she, I don't know what her what she did for, for money anyway, but mm-hmm. I mean, she, there's assumptions that I have heard that people say she was a prostitute. There's nothing that says that. No, it doesn't. It says he visited one before he met her, but it right. also states, it makes it clearly in verse six, after this. Yeah, he and then it, it makes the distinction that the person he went to before was a prostitute, but then they give Delilah's name. Mm-hmm. And they don't say Delilah the prostitute. They just say Delilah. Yeah. So I don't think she was. Though, no. I mean, who knows what she actually did for a living, but it's a little odd. She really is <laughs> kind of like the first woman in a story to use pillow talk She's to like, get her way. <laughs> You know, we and she nagged. She did nag. She nagged. But you know, at the very beginning, it was that, you know, hey, Samson, honey, tell me how where your strength comes from, you know? (laughs) Yeah. Like how you might be bound so no one could be subdued, you know, so you you could be, uh, what did you say? Please tell me where your great strength lies and how you might be bound that no one could subdue you. (laughs) Like he could totally have taken that the wrong way. It's kind of just a, a little tricky question there, you know, or, you know, thing. It's like, hmm, where could this go? Yeah. How am I going to get my information? Mm-hmm. So she, but he played with her. He did. I mean, yes, it says that he loved her. Like, he totally loved her. I don't, like, part of me goes, well, how does he not know mm-hmm. why she's trying to get this information? I don't know if she's like, is she trying to make out that she wants to know him better? Tell mm-hmm. me your secrets so that we'll have nothing in between us, you know? Yeah. Or, you know, I don't know. But he, the fact that in the end he actually gives up the information is a little a little shocking, you mm-hmm. know? Yeah, she had to nag him to death for it. But he gave up the information. Yeah, that so proved his love for her. And she, you know... She started out with, you know, using her feminine wiles of seduction of, you know, why don't you tell me, honey? You know, (laughs) and he thought, yeah. And then she went to whining. And then she turned. Yeah. When it didn't work and she realized. You made a fool of me. Yeah. (laughs) She did. Why won't you tell me? I like you can hear her whining in your head. You can. You can. A little bit. (laughs) A, a, A little bit. But, uh, you know, so what can we learn today, women, um, and, well, and men too? I mean, let's be honest, everybody. What lessons can we learn from Delilah and her choices? First of all, the fact that he loved her. And, mm-hmm. it, and that's not like an infatuation. The Bible says he loved her. Yeah. So he loved her. <laughs> and she betrayed him. Mm-hmm. She used his love against her, against him. Yeah. Is what she did. She did. And. I don't care what situation you're in. If somebody loves you, like really loves you, you you don't treat that like that. You, 
you know, even if you don't return it, yeah. you, you're messing with somebody's heart. Yeah. Like, There's, you don't do that. You, you handle with care. Even if you do not reciprocate the love, you still need to handle it with care because their heart loves you. Right. And this could be devastating on their end. So you, Like lifelong. Mm-hmm. You, like, you have to be be careful with that. And ladies, how great is it to have a man that truly loves you? Yeah. She's just kind of spitting that, you know? Yeah. I mean, what a treasure that is to have that man that loves you. <laughs> right. Warts and all. Nagging and all. Nagging I mean, she and all. ultimately nagged him where he was vexed to death, and he still was like, I love you enough that I'm going to tell you. I mean, ladies, how often Listen, have Listen, I done- love you enough that I'm going to tell you, oh, I can't handle it anymore. Just shut up. <laughs> but he could have walked away, though. I mean, let's let's be honest. They were not married. Right. <laughs> they were not married. So he could have left at any time. That's neck, where the love comes in. And that's where the love comes in because he could have just said, I'm yep. done and left her. Yep. And what did she get for that? What did she get for all of her, all of the crap that she did? Yeah. So she got paid. Mm-hmm. Big deal. Yeah. Now you're left in the valley alone. Who's going to touch you now? Like you, you betrayed this man that, that truly loved you. Yeah. Are, are other men going to think that you're a catch after that? Yeah, are they going to come around? Are they going to be worried that you're going to expose their weaknesses? That's a yeah, that's good. a good question. The, you know, another lesson you can't take it with you. you that's right. She chose she chose earthly things over um, the possibility of a relationship with God because Samson was a Nazarite, so he knew his God. And had their relationship blossomed into more, she could have very well had a relationship with the Lord. Um, but she also bypassed a love, a true yeah. love that could have you know she gave that up for money. Yeah, that you can't take with you. Right. And who knows? Maybe she lived out the 15 years and then was dirt poor after that. Yeah. Or maybe she died within a year. Who knows? Yeah, we don't. We don't. The other thing is, you know, women, well, you know, just people in general, you're, you need to strengthen your significant others, your, your love's weaknesses, not expose them. You know, we're your partners in your relationship. So to to be cutting down a weakness or, or making sure that you... And anybody else knows that, well, when it comes to chocolate, she's going to eat it, you know, something or, or much worse. I'm just trying to be nice, but (laughs) (laughs) you know, we're, we can't hide the credit cards and cheese around. Exactly. You know, he's not allowed to, to, to watch the football because he'll get nothing done, you know, because he's glued to the TV, you know, maybe his weakness is the television. Maybe his weakness is the phone. I mean, let's be honest. There's a lot of us out there that that phone cannot leave our hands. Yeah. You know, and to cut them down. Probably not the best thing to do. I think there's there are ways in a relationship to deal with these issues and to to expose them publicly and to cut someone down for it. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not it's not just not a very Christian thing to do. It's just um, you're going to damage the relationship between you and your significant other, and that's not good. No, I mean she ultimately did because she nagged for his weakness and then called down his enemies on him. Yeah, called them back. Called like, the- how crappy was that? It's not like, you know. <laughs> yeah, she went and told them, I got it this time. Come back. I got back. it. Come back. You know, so that's not a, not a good thing. You know, and yeah, she wasn't she wasn't very nice about it. No, she wasn't. She was not at all. And, you know, ladies, we know the world cuts down men on its own. We don't need to add to it. All the time. Every day. Toxic. Men are toxic. Men aren't toxic. Men are men. And it's you and know, we need them. We need our men. We need our men to be the men that they are. We need them to be strong, and we need them to be men because mm-hmm. we're not men. 
just like they need us. <laughs> That's right. Cause they're not, women. we're partners <laughs> for life. That's right. Uh, Proverbs 14, one is, is, is a really good verse. It says the wise woman builds her house, but with her own hands, the foolish one tears hers down. So just kind of think on that. The wise woman builds her house, but a foolish woman will use her own hands to tear it apart. And you sit there and you think, hmm, why would someone do that? But we see, we do it all the time. We do. We're all guilty all of it in a sense. Everybody's guilty of it a oh, little yeah. bit. We'll pick, we'll pick that crack, mm-hmm. you know, or take the whole brick down. <laughs> 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 we've all, we've all done it. But the, you know, the remove the plank out of your eye before you touch the speck in your partner's. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that kind of applies. Yeah. <laughs> so we're going to end with a prayer. Um, so if you'll join me in prayer. Heavenly Father, thank you for the story of Delilah and Samson. Um, thank you for the lessons that we can learn and take away from that on how to, you know, be supportive and lift up and encourage our significant others rather than tear down and expose their weaknesses. Um, be with each and every person that's listening today and help us to apply these lessons that we have learned from Delilah. In your name we pray. Amen. Amen. Our blessings to you. And remember to fight for those 15 minutes. <laughs>